Welcome to Life the Mashup, where four college students come together to talk about all things life. Tune in every week for thoughts, opinions, and stories about our boring lives. Hi, welcome to episode seven of Life the Mashup. I'm Kiara. I'm JP. I'm Angus. And I'm Devon. Just as a side note, we've been here for like two hours almost, maybe now, maybe one hour. Yeah, so You've we... been here for an hour. Well, the yeah. others of us have been here for two hours. Yeah, we normally start filming this, filming, recording this <laughs> podcast at 930 it is currently 10.40, and we're just starting because we were having technical difficulties. So Windows would not recognize our MIDI. It was just like absolutely no. It does not exist, but it did exist. Yeah. So now we're all a little worn down. Devon got some disappointing news. That'll come So that's soon. cut his energy. I guess we can just go around and everybody can just update about their lives. That's how we'll start Yeah, this we'll start out with an update of the week. Why don't you go first, Kiara, that. since you're our host this week? Okay, uh... Oh, I didn't do that many cool things this week to, like, talk about. Um, I have to go home this weekend because my car needs work, so I need to now drive two hours back to my house. Can you say exactly what's wrong with your car? So you need an oil change, but why is it that you need to go home for this oil change? Okay, my car's hood is rusted closed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if anyone else knew that but me. I did not know that. Which, if you look at my car, my car is not like a rust bucket. Like, it doesn't... No, I, I wouldn't have expected that. No, right. No, definitely not. That's crazy. Yeah. Is it like the latch in the front? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not like your hood is like rusted all around the no. like edges. It's just like by the latch to the point where it can't open. So now it needs to like, I need to go take I mean, it to the what are they going to do for that? How do you fix it? Cut it open, probably. They're going to cut it open, yeah. And then they're going to... They're going to have to re- they're gonna like, replace pay for the a replacement of a hood? Yes. No, probably just the latch. I don't just know about the whole hood. Not the whole hood. The whole hood. Yeah. So I need to do that. Yeah. JP? Uh, I think my week is pretty good. I think I talked about the offer last time. You talked mm-hmm. about the first I declined offer. it. Oh, yeah. There was a yes. The first offer. offer? Yeah. There's a, maybe a new offer. And then it, there's another offer for a cop, but still considering it because I'll have to leave next semester, and there are a lot of things that go into leaving. Like, I cannot take some classes that only happen in the spring semester. I'll leave all the clubs and organizations I'm part of. Um, so a lot needs to go in, into like accepting the offer, but I'm pretty, yeah, into consideration, but still working on that. I have a few weeks to decide. So that's good. Is it at least a better offer than last time? It is. Did he, off the record, I don't know if he told you or if you're okay with saying, did he tell you how much they're We were all there together. Well, they didn't. How much is it offering for the second? Oh, for the new one? Yeah, no, yeah. but I can take a guess. Yeah. I mean, I know the I know what company it is, and I know people that have done very similar jobs oh. for that company. But we don't need to talk about it right now. Are we yeah. just hanging out without me now? Is that what's happening? I don't know anything. No, no I, I wasn't. I, I, was, I thought he was talking about the offer, like okay. the previous offer. Yeah. No, I just happened to know meeting. people that did similar jobs <laughs> at the same company. Okay. But yeah, it's pretty good. The location is pretty nice. It's either Boston or Ohio. So don't go to Ohio. Yeah, whatever Ohio. you do, why not? It's Cincinnati. No it, Ohio. Why? What's wrong? What is? Wrong I hate Ohio. Ohio. Really? No. I kind of hate Ohio too, but I also am not the biggest fan of Boston. But why? Yeah, Boston's not that great either. Sorry to anybody from Ohio or from Boston. Like Ohio. Well, Ohio. Okay, everything is do you flat, like corn? boring. <laughs> yeah. Do you like? Do you like corn and <laughs> fields? Go to Ohio. Enough. Like there's. You can say that about where we're at right now. Okay, but like yeah, I've anytime that I've I've only had to drive through Ohio. It's in Cincinnati, though. Okay, that might be different. Anytime that I've had to drive through Ohio, it's been shitty weather and it's all just flat. 
and I, I fucking hate it. And Ohio, like, <laughs> anybody that lives in Ohio, move. But it's it's in the city, so it may be better. Cincinnati's it may not be. Cincinnati's the worst city. I think I would choose Boston over Ohio. Boston. Boston. You go to all the like Red Sox games and the Patriots games, and yeah, you could be an asshole. The only thing I have into consideration is that if I go to Cincinnati, it's 15 hours away from here, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's a long drive. But it's three hours away from the other institution I'm attending, or two hours away. So it's mm-hmm. kind of nice your, from your for your second degree. Yeah, okay. for my second degree. So. Degree or certification? Wait. It's a degree, but it's an undergraduate certificate. Gotcha. It's like a minor. Gotcha. Okay. I actually have to do more things for the certification than for a minor. Hmm. I don't know why, but yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Is there any reason for you to be close to the other unit? Like, you don't, so far you haven't met Oh, I don't need to. Person. No. Yeah. I know a few people, so it'll be nice to see them again. But being in Boston, you're going to be a lot closer to your parents. Yeah. Then if you're in Ohio, you're going to be like 20 hours away, maybe. It's it's a good distance. Yeah. And Especially in Ohio. Just because you're driving, like, like, if you were to take the straight line miles, it's not 20 hours of straight line miles. Yeah. But there is no efficient way to get from where you live to Ohio. That's true. Yeah, I was planning on driving because they did mention that there's not a lot of public transportation from their locations. Because sometimes, in Boston, like, there's a. Well, yeah, but, like, they have, like, a big building in downtown Boston, but, like, the, 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 the plant, yeah, the plant or the factory is, like, 30, 15 minutes-ish away from Boston. Gotcha. So. You can't just take a big old factory and <coughs> smack dab in the yeah, middle of Metro Boston. So. Yeah. So, I don't you know. Even in Cincinnati, though, there's nothing going on in downtown Cincinnati. Yeah. We're definitely insulting people from Ohio, but, I was I mean, about to say, y'all are dogging on Ohio for basically no reason I've been okay there. any person that i've met that's like from ohio doesn't like ohio so you know what it's fair and the people not from ohio also don't, don't like yeah so it's like i have just a universal. friend in ohio, in ohio right now in ohio. In, ohio. <laughs> in ohio right now and they they enjoy it i enjoyed my time when i went there to visit them your luxury watch shopping yes in ohio that was in ohio yes exactly you Perfect know what example. i would probably i haven't thought i just it just came to mind maybe it'll be nice if i go to ohio like prior of choosing if I accept the offer, like maybe during October break or like Thanksgiving break, mm-hmm. just go to Ohio and see how the city is, just to get a better idea. Because mm-hmm. like, that's not a bad idea. It's gonna to be Boston? like six months. I've been to Boston a few times. Okay. I have an aunt that lives there. Did you pack your car in Harvard yet? The what? <laughs> Did you pack your car in Harvard yet? Oh no. <laughs> does your car no. have smart pack? It does not. <laughs> well, we are not talking about like. Our weeks. No, the whole like, we, we got to finish. The we have like circle. better things to talk about. We're just, we are just introducing. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. 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 All right, my week. Uh, not a whole lot happened. The big thing that happened for me was I moved from the room I was in to the room next door because the room next wow. door is a little bit bigger. It's not that special. The only, I mean, nothing else really happened this week that I can think of. Yeah, I heard <coughs> it. Yes, I now live directly <laughs> above Humpa. And I texted him and his roommate to say I'm sorry because everything was loudly being moved around. Have I made, like, any noise since then? Were you just walking around your dorm today, like, at around 5? I I was, like, laying in my bed. Maybe it was was Annie. But I just heard, like, steps, like, in circles. I'm like, what's Angle's doing? 
That was definitely – I was in a meeting until like 4.40. Okay. And then I got back to my room. I was in there for a little while. I basically like used the bathroom and then I went to dinner. Yeah. It was so, probably Annie then. I don't think it, I, don't I don't think, think I would I don't think you'd hear a cat through Annie the floor. Anyways, six and a half pounds. I, I, I was just going like walking in circles. I'm like, what? JP was definitely bugging out. Yeah, maybe. That's pretty much it for my week. Um, the meeting I had today, I can't talk about like any of what happened in it. It's all strictly confidential, but it was really stressful. Um, so like that put a big weight on my shoulders all through the morning and then through the afternoon. But because of its confidential nature, that meeting has now happened and I, it, it never comes up again. Like we had the meeting, the confidential matters were discussed and the decisions were made. And now it's like, foosh, weight off the shoulders. I will never hear about that topic again. Good. That was great. Devon, how's your well, week? What do you do? Uh, Besides talk about living. your regular week and then talk about tonight when you almost like kicked the door down to the podcast oh. studio. Um, regular week has been fine. I got a couple of exams coming up, uh, which are a little stressful, but it's not that bad. Uh... Uh, not, uh, I went to Lake Placid this weekend. Lake and Plastic? Placid? Did I say plastic? plastic? No, that's just what I call oh. it. Oh, I went to Lake Placid this weekend, and that was cool. It's not that close from our institution. It's honestly not. It's a good drive to get out yeah. there. Yeah, it is. But Devon also went home before he went to Lake Plastic. That's yeah. because Devon leaves. I also, I left my computer charger, my phone charger, and my lotion at home when I not your lotion, bro. What do you mean not my lotion? I had to pay a whole another six dollars to get another bottle of lotion from Walmart when I could have not had to spend that six dollars and kept my like ten dollar bottle of lotion. You couldn't me. have survived without it. No, I put lotion on maybe once every three months. That's very I bad do for in your the skin. Winter, like I put it on. No, Look you at my guys skin. should be. Look at my skin. You guys should be moisturizing your skin daily. You know how the other day I felt like it was I supposed to shower and it moistenizes. Oh it. my god! I feel like the other day you were trying to throw a cheap shot, saying my hands are soft. Like I'm a soft guy. I'm not a soft guy. Either way, Your hands I are just soft. I moisturize my hands. Like I make sure they're moisturized and not ashy. Like because you know, like being black if you're dry is gonna show. Yeah, the rest of us look, don't have that problem, and it doesn't look good. Well, I do, and I also like having soft my skin. Dry. Come feel my skin. One second. We're going to see if Angus is dry. This is why this should be a video podcast. Okay, my hands Angus are Angus is actually not that dry. Uh, see? And the last time I... My hands are sweaty, Kiara. Okay? My hands sweat a lot. I just don't like the sound dry. that it made as he, like, went down your arm. It was very smooth. You're just not that dry either. Do you want to see if you're dry, Kiara? See, when was the last time you moistenized? Like, when I was seven months old? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys aren't, like, that yeah, dry. I don't know, maybe fine. it's just a black people problem. It, I think it's just... I didn't know that. My girlfriend moisturizes every day, too. I just don't care. Oh, I oh. moistenize my face. Moistenize? After I get out of the shower, and, like, because I, I wash my face in the shower, I don't make it, like, a separate thing. Um, when I get out, I I also just feel yeah I do I that shave, I, moisturize I feel weird if I don't like put lotion on after a shower or something. I put good. the lotion on and then it's like great now I can't like sit down or put on a shirt until this dries for the next. Do you like minutes. lather yourself up? Like no, it's like barely any at all. 
I don't know what to say about that because I, I can put on a shirt immediately after lotioning up. But either way, uh, yeah, I was kind of upsetting spaghetti with that. I had to bum a laptop charger off of one of my residents. Uh, my phone chargers, I had an extra one, and then obviously I had to shell out some more dinero for another lotion. Oh my uh, it was very bad. I don't like spend money on stuff that I didn't need to spend money on. Okay, but it's something you're going to use. No, the lotion doesn't expire, but it's so not here. then you here. can still eventually use both of them. Yeah, I could, but it's just not here. I need a lotion for, like, until I can get that one again. Yeah, but what I'm saying is eventually you'll still use all of this Yeah, lotion. so it's yeah. like you didn't oh, yeah, waste I know. the money. When you went through that first bottle of lotion, would you buy, have bought another bottle of the same lotion? Yes. But I'm just saying I didn't need to buy one right now, and then I had to because I left it. Either way, that was a uh, – You say it was $6? <laughs> yes, but that's six you want, more dollars. You want me to send you $6? No, I don't need you yes. to send me $6. We'll all uh, chip in two bucks a piece. <laughs> either way, uh, that was GoFundMe? the weekend. No. <laughs> either way, that was the weekend. Uh, I got to drive my car a lot this weekend, which is not on campus yet. Hopefully soon within like the next week or two. Um, it's a stick shift, so it's a little nerve-wrecking to drive. I stalled only. Nerve-wrecking? Yeah. Is it not nerve-wrecking? No, it's nerve-wrecking. No, you're looking that up. It's nerve-wrecking. What? You're looking that up. I will look it up. Quick intermission. Nerve-wracking. Yeah. In the meantime. Not okay. nerve-wrecking. Okay, nerve no, I do say nerve-wracking. Okay, never mind. I was like, what? I don't know much about English, but I think it's nerve-wracking. Yeah, nerve it's a nerve-wracking experience. is the hmm? original and correct spelling of this phrase. Okay. Nerve-wrecking is not a thing. Well, wrecking seems like more, like, it seems like it makes more sense. Either way. It was nerve-wracking to drive the car because it's a stick. So I stalled, like, three times. One of the times I stalled in front of a car, and they honked at me, and they drove around me. I was like, okay. And I put it in first. Okay. I put it in first, and I got it going. Uh, but it wasn't that bad. It's really, like, I've, I think I've told all of you this before. Like, it's just first gear is the worst, but after that, it's easier. First is the worst. But the thing about the other gears is, like, transitioning. If I don't have the RPMs high high enough, like when I'm going from 20 to like 35, and I got to go from like third to fourth or second to third, if, I, if the speed is up, but I haven't like consistently accelerated and my RPMs aren't high enough, then the shifting is a little wonky. Jumpy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's something I got to work on too. But I'll be excited when I have it here. Uh, other than that, though, it's been a normal week. And tonight I figured out that I can't go to New York City for my birthday because of our EMT examination, which I'm very upset he spaghetti had about. No idea. He was just talking like we're gonna go to New York City between December eighth and eleventh. And then I was like, Isn't the EMT practical on December tenth? And I almost that's how cried. I crushed Devon's heart tonight. Yes, I was so very upset. Spaghetti. It's all Angus's fault. Um, well, I mean, it was either that or wait until like December first. Yeah, yeah. Devon like it's my mom would have been a lot more upset birthday. if it was like on the first you and then December first. Mm-hmm. I'll send her a call. And then my and then I was like, we can't go, and it's the first, and then she has to pay like the late cancellation fees, and yeah, she wouldn't like that. But I was really looking forward to it. I'm very upset. I'm not gonna lie. I told you we hung with this weekend. This weekend? Yeah. Drive to New York City this weekend. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. Seven hours. Are you busy? Seven and hours. And I have to go home. We just oh, talked about right. it. I need your car thing. Well, Next get, weekend. Why can't we just, you take your car. We'll, we'll drive through on the way there. You can drop off your car and then just get in my car. We'll keep going. 
I might be down for this. That's not the most inefficient way to get to New York City. Wait, 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 wait. This I is the question. Down. What's the time life is? Because I have to. I'm on duty Saturday. Oh, that's not happening. Oh, we're not, yeah, taking, no, a, we're not taking a day trip to New yeah, York. Yeah, but City. like a weekend next weekend. You're is anybody doing next weekend? Next weekend. Next weekend. Uh, I'm In the doing, highway. Clear. I'm on duty, and we have the highway cleanup. We have to do our community service. One activities. of these weekends, plan it out. And then the we'll following go. weekend is October break. So yeah, I have yeah. my wisdom teeth surgery. Yeah, yeah. So hmm. after that. Either way, we'll figure it I'm out. Kind of said spaghetti because I wanted to go for my birthday. I wanted to be with my family. I wanted to feel like I was the king of New York. Uh, have you ever been to New York City? No, I haven't, and I was looking forward to going because I wanted. Like, there's been other trips like to Cincinnati. No, but no. there's been other like trips we could have gone for like my brother's senior trip or like birthdays and things like that or like spring breaks and they like I've always said we should go to New York City for those for those like vacations and they. Just never did it. So when it came to my time to pick a trip, I was like, New York City. And then, you know, everything, life was just like, no. Hmm. Key is to start making that bank, and then you go to New York City with a nice woman, Devon, or a nice man, whatever you're into. I'm not into men. Or I'm dog. Very much into women. Well, dog or makes cod. it really expensive. You got to, like, pay for your animals yeah. to come with you. Hmm. I wouldn't recommend bringing dogs. I don't know if, if any woman would ever be good enough for me. Ouch. Wow, really putting yourself at a high standard there, Devon. I'm the prize. What are you talking about? So you're just going to be single mm. forever. If you're single forever, like... No one's the prize when they say nerve. What did you say? Nerve Kiara was questioning for a second. She was like, wait, am I... Cause nerve wrecking because nerve-wrecking sounds logical, know. though. Like, you're wrecking your nerves. Like, they're messing No, it, it is nerve... I say nerve-wrecking. You I say th- the right one. Yeah. What are we talking about today? That's a good question, host Kiara. Kiara? This week, we're going to give in to Devon so he can finally stop asking. I haven't even asked that that recently. Let's be honest. Okay. You asked a lot at the beginning. Yes. <laughs> so since before we filmed the first episode of the podcast, Devon has really wanted to talk about what life would be like on Mars. So we're going to let him do that now. And then he can stop asking us. So, Devon, take the floor. No, 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 no. You know how this works. The introducer starts off first, and then we go around the table in our counterclockwise position. The lights position. are turning off in the podcast studio. <laughs> in, our counter, in our clockwise position that the viewers can't see or the listeners can't see. No. I'm about to turn the lights on. I okay. Here's the thing, though. A little bit, though. Oh, I, a way to do it. I don't have, like, that many opinions on what I think life on Mars would be like. You're not thinking hard enough. So what if we like, go... Okay, are you going to go off of the the opinion that Martians exist or not? That's where you start. Do you think Martians exist I do believe that aliens exist. I don't know if okay, they're Martians. Okay, everybody listen to that again. Say it slowly. So where do you see life in Earth in the next 10 to 50 years? Do you Hold think up. we're going to still be here? Do you think maybe we're going to branch to other planets? Do you think there's life Well, I think out there was there? a good starting question... Do like do you think Martians exist? Yes. So I would say, oh no, please, if you have more. So I think that there's aliens. I don't know for exactly if it's Mar. I think it would make sense if it's Martians. Are you one of is, them? Like, yep. This is. <laughs> I'm a Martian. Glad to read it out. Wow. I. It would make sense if Martians exist. I mean, it is the next planet to ours, and we can sustain life. Maybe it would make sense. I could. I mean, it has water on it. Yeah. Personally, okay. So like. Martians, in terms of, like, they're, you know, human-sized, like, four or five feet tall, somewhere, like, at, like, anywhere from, like, one to six feet tall, or I should say, like, one to taller in feet, 
I don't think that exists because we do have rovers on Mars. We have accurate images of like the outside of Mars. I think if there's like quote unquote currently life on Mars, it's some bacteria. form of microscopic bacteria. And when I, I say think, life on Mars, though, I don't mean like aliens. We, we gotta start at the well, have you ever heard like the like belief that there are Martians like inside of Mars and they're like gonna like burst out one day? I have no. never heard that. No. Really? That's you? It, I mean, it's. Sorry if anybody believes that. It's like really stupid, but like it's a, so just fully humans going to Mars, chilling, vibing. Yeah, like my question is one of the things I think of, right? Because I know, like, with some like uh, intra, like, what do you when it's a lot of countries together, like uh, Pangea. international, like there's some international, <laughs> 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 there's some international international like regulation that space can't be colonized. Like, there was a thing mm-hmm. with, like, Lil Uzi buying, like, a planet or a star like that, and it was, like, it was, he got scammed out of money because technically he can't own that. Yeah, I mean, like, they have things right now where you can, like, go online, and it's, like, buy a star, and, like, you can, like, you, like, you, like pay the money, and then you get a certificate that's, like, mm-hmm. star H6N458C is now officially named Devon. Yeah. But, like, you don't own that star. It's not... You've just named it. Not legal isn't a great term because, like, international law. It's not recognized legally. International law is, like, like kind of – I don't want to say, like, it's not real law. Obviously, it's very real law, but it's hard to enforce. Enforce, So, like, currently, you can't own territory anywhere in the outer space. I think if we got – when we get to Mars, that initially we'll be like, oh, this is going to be a collective effort. But then somebody's going to find something valuable there, and then it's no longer going to be a collective effort. Like, I think the same thing with even if, like, we met aliens, right? Me, personally, I don't think we'll ever come in contact with aliens. Well, that's the same thing that's going on with the International Space Station. It was, like, a thing that internationally was being, like, built. It was being built by different countries, and now they are, like, actually, I think I'm going to get my own because I think I can get more things from, like, doing research alone mm-hmm. and like in my own time frames so it's probably gonna happen a similar thing in mars or in like any other planet we explore at any other point the same thing with like telescopes or like any space expo- exploration mm-hmm. um, if it, you guys were given the option to be able to like go to mars one-way trip to like be on the first group of people to colonize mars would you do it a one-way trip no one-way trip no jp it depends who else is on this trip so you get to bring five other people with you, but they get to also bring five other people, like, up to a max of a 1,000 people. If I have somebody okay. <laughs> I don't know. Something like so that. So your people. five people are bringing five people there. Okay, and then they're bringing five, five people, people. And, and they're bringing, bringing five people. Yeah, like, that but there's obviously a – really quick. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, it cuts off at some point, you know. Yeah, that's then five too many. If no. all of, like, the people <laughs> they just I like, need oh, yeah, to you be don't there are there. So, I mean, like, like, first trip to Mars is hard to say because, like – like, is it, like, if it was, like, first trip to Mars, no, I wouldn't do that. Because on that trip, like, aside from your whole five up to a thousand people thing, yeah, yeah, besides that thing. whole thing, um, first trip to Mars is going to be, like, a whole bunch of research and sample collection and science and biology. And I'm not interested in that. Once, like, that's been happening for, like, 20 years, probably more than 20 years, and they say, all right, we're ready to set up the first, like, 
com- communal colony on Mars. Like we built this biodome. It's filled with oxygen. It you know maintains through the greenhouse effect its own atmosphere. We're ready to send a thousand people to Mars. And you guys are going to live as, like, your own society. And I get to bring with me, like, you know, some number of people. I would do that. I'm not going on an exploration research mission to Mars. That's a one-way ticket. Got you. Now, Have you ever seen The 100? No. I've never heard of this. Okay. So it's a show where, like, it's on the CW. So Oh, wow. Angus, That's a great start. I knew Angus was going to have a problem with this. But – Okay, it, like, just ended. Well, no, it didn't just end it. It ended a couple years back now. But it was a show that was, like, its premise was that something had happened on Earth, so Earth had been uninhabitable for a very long time. Global warming. No, I think it was, I don't know, I don't remember exactly. It's been a while since I've seen the show. But at a certain point, they were ready to start sending people back, so they sent 100 people back, and they had to, like, And those they were, were the 100? yeah. So they were trying. (laughs) So they were trying. Like it's kind of like the same thing of like they were colonizing in a way, and like a lot of weird things. You guys ever seen Lord of the Flies? It's kind. It's kind of giving me those vibes, but Mars edition. I've read Lord of the Flies though. The One Hundred is a good show, and we should watch it before you start judging me. There's this movie called Voyagers that was really not very good. It's basically that Earth is like "Eh," out of the picture. Like we're running out of Earth. So what they did was they took. I don't remember what it is, like 20 babies or something, and they put them on a spaceship with one guy, and they're going to this planet far away that they know is habitable, but it will take three full human generations to get there. So these people, like the babies that are put on there, grow up, need to grow up, have kids. Those kids need to grow up and have kids. And then those kids are going to be the ones that like really do the work of colonizing this new planet. If you actually watch the movie... It's literally Lord of the Flies in space. Um, like, they have someone named Jack, and there's, like, an uprising. And uh, We could watch it sometime. It's not very good. Going off of that, we all have, like, so thinking back about, like, going into, like, the first expedition to Mars or, like, one of the first generations to going to Mars, I don't think we would be qualified by then. Because, like, no, we, we all wouldn't. have similar, like, we are similar in age. So by the time that, that they are looking for, like, candidates to go to Mars, I think they're going to be looking for young people that can, like, develop families up there. And we are going to be a bit older by then. I'm looking, like, at the 25 years, 35 years, maybe 50 years time frame. So just add that plus 20 years. Yeah, maybe, you know, so, Devon Jr. can make it to Mars. Yeah, I, I see that more, more like, possible. I think the example here is more, like... They have the, assembled the team of research scientists in order to, like, best identify or, like, like as a prize, they're going to select one American to go with them <laughs> to Mars. See, that's giving me very, like, that one time they tried to send that teacher up to space and... Oh. I mean, I see Did a you bigger... Know about this? I've heard about it, yeah. I see a bigger possibility of us going to space as researchers because yeah. we're all in the science engineering stem field so i see you going into space as a biomedical scientist i could see him going into space like like in past space missions there's never been one on site like 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 the apollo missions Mm. they were on earth but if you're doing like a trip to mars you need a flight surgeon 
on that ship, mm-hmm. most likely. Like, it would be difficult because a trip to Mars and back, like, assuming you take, like, one day on Mars takes a full year. So they need a flight surgeon on that flight, and that's something that, like, obviously you two – now, I, would, I shouldn't say you two would be in the running for. It'd most likely be someone who, like, went through the Air Force, went to go to med school because mm-hmm. that's what, like right. – that's what they mostly – I mean – Back in ye olden days of Apollo, um, like before Apollo, there was what was it called? Gemini. Mm-hmm. In order to be a Gemini pilot, you had to have been you had to be male, and you had to had a certain number of years of exper- experience in testing uh, like fighter jets. Now there is a student or a graduate researcher from our institution that is actually like one of the leads for the newest or most up-to-date mission that is going to the moon. So I see, like, a bigger possibility in that area. Did you mm-hmm. see Jeff Bezos' dick rocket? I did not. You've never seen the Jeff Bezos penis rocket? Nope. Okay, it's just Jeff Bezos' rocket, but, but it, it looks, looks like, like a dick. A, uh, it looks like a dick. Mm. We are looking it up. Images. Oh, yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. I I don't think it does. Everybody it's thinks it looks origin. like a dick. Mm. Anyway. Maybe once it's, like, starting and you have, like, all the fog feeling, like... Uh, like, on Mars, I think... I think Kiara's going to sneeze, and she's literally retreated, like, as far as possible from the podcast studio... Or the podcast table to do it. It's not very... Big. False alarm. Okay. I think that the most realistic... I shouldn't say most realistic. I think in my mind, when I think of civilization on Mars, I think of a biodome. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Mars has a lot of <laughs> greenhouse gases. So in theory, like maybe it could get to a point where it could hold in enough heat for humans to survive. Like, Isn't it too cold? Is it it's too, too cold, cold too right warm? now. It's okay, too so cold right now. Because it has yeah. a lot of greenhouse gases, but it's one planet mm-hmm. too far away. Yep. I'm just picturing that episode of The Simpsons that had the dome. I I don't watch The Simpsons very much. Have you watched the, the, these movies? They put like a one like right over whatever town they live in. Where's this movie? Where, where Springfield? The Springfield, guy yeah. And like stays lost in space. Mm-hmm. And Have he, you seen this episode? Interstellar. Okay, oh. then I I'll. Stop he, oh, um, The Martian. The Martian, yeah. That but movie. we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's a great. I mean, I shouldn't say it's a great movie. It's not like the most scientifically accurate movie. But he basically does that. Yeah. He is a little thing, and he. Like, I think that's the most reasonable way that we could create, besides, like, an international space, like, besides making an international space station, sending it up into the sky, and then, like, setting it down on Mars, um, I think the most reasonable way we'd be able to live there is a dome that with enough time, we could cultivate its space into being habitable, Mm -hmm. um... That would probably involve some form of solar heat. And for exchange of gases, like, I think the – obviously, there's, like, chemical manufacturing ways to do it. I Like, obviously, long-term, the solution is to try and do there – and they're already trying to do this on the ISS – but to try and do there what happens naturally here on Earth. Like, have plants that you can breathe on. That then make oxygen. Why are you raising your hand, Kiara? You can just start talking. Yeah, what's the ISS? International, International Space Station. Station. I should have known that. Okay. An abbreviation. And they've been trying to do that on the ISS for a while. I don't know how functional it is right now. 
I don't know either. They also, on the ISS, it's difficult because they have, like, certain pods that are like, okay, we can put plants here, but they have a lot of areas that it's like, there needs to be all this equipment, so this, like, one pod full of plants needs to be able to supply enough oxygen for the entire ISS. I mean, I'm not that familiar with the ISS to say that confidently, but that's, like, the idea. Side note, speaking of plants, when I went home this weekend, I had... One of the 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 succulent events, the succulent event from last year that we did in the residence halls, I had this this plant called like Mother of Thousands and Mother of Millions or something like that. But basically, the flower, the like leaves, petal off, and the petals like fall off and fall to the ground, and they have like little roots on them that grow and like create other plants. That's why it's called Mother of Thousands because like redoes it like every week. And I left it outside in one of my big grow bags. And I didn't remember that, and I came back, and, like, the entire grow bag is infested with these, like, succulents growing out of it. It's pretty cool. Plants are super cool. Did you guys ever see Space Buddies? Yes. That's the mm-hmm. dog movie, right? Yeah. Yep. No, Space see. Buds. It was really good. It's it's a great movie. There was also this one, these, like, sets of movies with, what like, the Chihuahuas. What was Air Bud? That was one, too. Air Bud was, was the Buddies. Uh-uh. Y'all know the Chihuahua movies? Yeah. What was that yeah. called? Uh, it was called, like, Chihuahuas or something. Yeah, right? yeah I think it was. Chihuahuas? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. You There's nothing about space in those ones, though. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just saying that's another Oh, Beverly movie. Hills Chihuahua. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. that was just a movie that had these, like, weird Chihuahuas. There's a movie of a monkey going to space, right? Huh? There's a lot of monkeys that actually went to space. Well, yeah. Monkey. I will say, so, th- this is, like, like, early days when NASA, I don't even know if they were called NASA yet. When they first started doing research for out of space, so I read a book over the summer called Space Chimps. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, I read a book over the summer called uh, Prepping for Mars, which is like about nerd trying to prep for no. Mars. Oh, I have um, a new book that I got that I'm really like enjoying. We'll save it after. Uh, and it starts like it's it runs through a timeline, but it starts with like the first things that humans sent to space. like, And then, like, the first things humans tried to spend to send to space alive. And this was mostly happening right after the end of World War II mm-hmm. because the Germans in World War II had some of the best, like, focused missile technology ever at the time. They were able to make somewhat accurately targeted missiles without the need for, like, the GPS stuff we have now. And... The first things that we tried to send to space were uh, primates, chimps. I don't know if they were chimpanzees, some kind of monkey in a little capsule strapped like – or not strapped but put where the warhead of one of those missiles would go. And they basically pointed it upward and were like, go and let's see what happens. Let's see if he comes back alive. And he did not. Like, the chimps never did. And I also don't remember what the name was, but they named all the chimps the same thing. So the, name, the chimps' names were like, Damn. it was like Elvin or something. It was like Elvin 1, Elvin 2. Elvin 3. And they just kept going through these chimps because they were changing like nothing. They just kept shooting up German missiles hoping that one of these days he would come down alive. But like why was – was he dying like from the impact when it came back? I don't remember exactly what was killing him but he was very much dead every time he came back. Ouch. Probably the G-forces. That's definitely part of it. A human can only take I think nine for like a – very few seconds, yeah. like in a roller coaster, you get like five or six. Imagine a chimp; it's like has like half of your body weight. That's almost torture. That seems like it should be illegal. 
I mean, nowadays that would be like Peter very definitely much doesn't more like that. Oh, Peta's trash. So the name of the chimp was what? Ham. You haven't heard ham. about Peta yep. and the shit they do. Okay, this is not the Peta podcast. That's the all <laughs> podcast. Okay, well he was like, oh, "Don't tell Peta." Like PETA next episode is the shit on like Peta the, podcast. There's so, like the animal protection. So the chimp. They don't do that. So the oh. chimp was launched into space July. 1957, January 19. No, that was the first one that really first worked. First primate in space yeah. was drugged and strapped this, this into is the a one that Nazi I'm talking designed about. This rocket. is 1949. Albert, and then yeah. Albert two, and then I think there was an Albert three. He doesn't as look well. happy. What? What? <laughs> Would you be happy if you were being drugged and then strapped against your will <laughs> by to Nazis? Do a suicide mission? Not by Nazis. They were using a Nazi war. They were using a Nazi missile. I don't think I'd be advanced. very happy either. Um. <laughs> Okay, this one, uh, the first chimpanzee to orbit the Earth. Orbit it's the such Earth. a cute monkey. First chimp to just showed him orbit a monkey the Earth picture. was named Enos, E-N-O-S, and they called him Enos the Penis. And there are a lot of conflicting stories as to why. Some of them say it was just because he was a very difficult monkey to deal with. Because by this time, they were, like, doing trainings and practice with these monkeys before... <laughs> They were doing training and practice with these monkeys before they went up into space. And others said that what is so funny. <laughs> JP is showing all these. JP, put your phone away. No hey, more monkey pictures. This one is handsome. He's pretty put handsome. your phone away. He's old. Look at that. Put your phone. Get rid of these monkey pictures. <laughs> He's showing all these adorable monkeys that eventually ended up on, like, the most horrible trip of their life. Do you mean their last trip? No more monkeys, JP. We're going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship. It was not their favorite rocket ship by the end of it. Well, it was. It was their only rocket ship. Okay. One of the stories with Enos was just that he was very difficult to deal with. Obviously... Primates, unlike humans, don't have the social convention to not just start playing with themselves <laughs> randomly. So in order to help stop that, they all went up with a catheter in during spaceflight because they also needed to be able to urinate. Now this, hopefully Devon and Kiara know. I'm 100% sure Kiara knows this. But when you put a catheter in, they put it in and then they blow up a balloon inside your bladder <laughs> to stop it from being able to be pulled out. There is what? a story. Yes. See, this is why I said Kiara would definitely know it, but I wasn't as sure about the one. So they I put mean, the catheter in, the and then they things. inflate it. So there's like a little ball inside your so bladder. So it goes in, they blow it up, and now it just can't come out. That That's the whole point. Yes, so that's the whole point. Out. And then they deflate it before they pull it back out. Oh, yep. got you. <laughs> there is a story. <laughs> okay, Jimmy, give me your phone. Give me your phone. No more phone. No more phone. Give me your phone, JP. He's showing a photo of a monkey that is 100% restrained. Give it. You know what this reminds me of? <laughs> Trapped in the EMS thing. Now I need to fly it. God, oh JP, why are you just God, stop, stop. Give it. <laughs> go, go. Turn it off. Yep. Oh. Turn it off. Where'd you go? It's off. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So back. Wait. 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 What was the What was the purpose of the so catheter? They put in the catheter to try and stop him from 
wanking it while like, he was He also in needed space a way flight, to go to the bathroom. And he needed a way to pee, like humans do during yeah. surgery they put in a catheter. One of the stories that some people say is true and some people say it wasn't is that Enos pulled out with the inflated ball oh. fully intact, pulled out his catheter. Yo! I, not, oh. None of these Sometimes stories you were really, like really confirmed. Need to bust a nut. Imagine like passing a kidney stone. Please the size flag of that. We need to cut out that. what I just said. I don't know how big uh, the balloon is. We I would be to afraid to look that up though. That was uh, so no. I don't. That was th- that was totally unrelated. Honestly, I don't even know how we got to there. We were talking about you reading the book. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now JP texting. Give me your phone. No, I send, I send you a picture so you can just have so it. we can save it. Good All memories. Right. All right, last. Okay. The last one. Okay. Oh my gosh, I am so warm. The, that picture it is, is going to be the cover. It's of like seventy six degrees in here. Yeah. yeah, is the air working? I don't think so. <laughs> Quick intermission while we try not to die in here. Oh my god, I am dying. Okay, so uh, we're talking about books though. While I was in Lake Placid this weekend, I recently I I got a book. Well, my brother bought me a book. He bought me Atomic Habits, which is a very nice book. You guys know how I like to like streamline my life to like be better and productive. So yeah, you should be better. Oh my gosh, we're talking about books, and I wasn't even the one to bring uh, it up. But uh, it's a it's a very interesting book already. So I'm very excited to continue to read it. I've maybe maybe I'll have to... a book review podcast episode. Are you in the index? Sounds so fun. I... Are you gonna read the book too? No, Do you the same book. No, I. But think... we could all talk about books. I'm currently listening to Stephen King's It. I'm currently reading um, Dark Vanessa. What are you reading or listening to? I am listening to Immersive Storytelling. It's a pretty good book. I think we should all have a story, a book review podcast. At one like, point. don't say it if you don't mean it. I no, really, I'm serious. I'm serious. I really like it, but during the summer, it would have been fine to listen to. So it's a 44-hour long book. Yeah, to it's, it's to. thick. Mm-hmm. I read most of it when I was younger, but I've forgotten a lot of it since then. Um, if I had started, did he like, write that book after like doing cocaine? I don't know. I heard he did drugs before he wrote his book. You read I any mean, of his books? Have you read no. any Stephen King? They all seem like he was doing a lot of drugs. I've only read Carrie, but I've actually never even read Carrie. Really? Uh, anyway, when it was still the summer, when I was driving like a minimum of five to eight hours a week, reading a forty-four hour book wouldn't have bothered me that much because it's like five, six weeks, and I'm done with it. And I usually listen a lot more than those five to eight hours anyway, so it wouldn't take me that long. It takes you five weeks to read a book. No, I'm listening to this It book. takes you five weeks to listen to a book? When it's 44 hours long. Okay, that's fair then. Uh, have you not been paying attention at all? I thought you were just talking about books in general. No, I know that no, you I'm said that you were reading it, it but like, okay. So over the summer, I listened to like six different books because most of them are only like 12, 10 or 12 hours long. But starting this one, and now that we're at school and I don't drive long distances as much... Like, I had a much harder time getting through it, which is disappointing because I really like this book. I listen to audiobooks while I'm, like, doing my homework. I don't. I can't. Okay. My homework this semester, like, especially for real analysis, really requires a lot of, like, in-depth thought into, like, into writing the mathematical proof. Mathematical proofs are just I just need noise, though, while I'm doing, like, anything in life. I don't mm. – I like music. I'm unbuttoning my shirt a little bit because it's so hot in here. Showing a little chest. Uh, the the AC is literally not working at all. It's set at like 60, and it's 
77 degrees in here right Don't now. Don't turn it up. Why are you turning it down? Oh, turning it down. I remember it down <coughs> we were... 60 and now it's 65. It just went up. We were talking about the other day. That's up. Or... That's up. That's down. Yeah, but or... he was going up for a second. Yeah, because he's trying to get it to go down more. It's it's messed up. Let's go back to live on Mars. So we talked about chimps. We talked about ham. <laughs> we talked about Alvin. Was that its name? Enos. Enos. Al- Enos. I close enough. Oh, Elbow was the monkey they were sending. Enos was a guy yeah. who passed a okay. stone, probably the size of this bottle. Okay, it's not that big. <laughs> so, so they can't see the size of the bottle you're holding it's up. It's a regular, not- like... Hey, he's holding a regular... 500 milliliter ha- He's holding bottle. a regular one liter bottle, pretty much. <clears throat> this is not one liter. A half a liter. Half a liter. So in summary, we talk about some of our ideas. Do you think it's going to be like in the near future... I think, think it depends on the course we take, like, climate control. Okay, the the original topic, civilization on Mars. I no. don't think that's happening for a very long time. Civilization, like, has its own, mm-hmm. like, root, meaning, context. A human being plotting their feet on Mars soil, I think that's – I don't want to say soon because that's a really relative word. I'd say within word. Next, like, 50 years. Um, I think it could happen in our lifetime. I think it 100% will happen in our lifetime. Yeah. Um, but civilization is a very different thing, and I think that's long outside our lifetime. Now, what about um, connection, communication, or, like, us discovering another species or another sort of Intelligent, or in, like we find another chimpanzee. Intelligent. All right, chimpanzee. We not find a, great a lost and found chimpanzee. <laughs> chimpanzee wasn't a great one because they're also. We find. <laughs> we go to Mars. We find the equivalent of a hippopotamus. I mean, that's a great start. I don't think we'll ever find like space life. Do you not believe in really? I. Okay, this is my theory. This you is don't my think theory. there is space life, or no, you don't no, think we'll no, no, ever no, find no. it? Also, quick side note: Yes, we'll I ever... say aliens. Shut up. I don't think we'll ever find it because think about this, right? The universe in and of itself is infinite. No, it's not. Well, this is eh, already wrong. It's finite, but it's massively expensive. It's, it's not finite either, right? Whatever you want to say, but in like the 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 chances of getting like another situation like Earth to support these like biological beings was like a crapshoot. It, of in the billions of dice that you had to roll, everything had to be perfect. The paradox is that there's like an almost, if not like, even though it's not really infinite, it, basically we can say it's infinite. It's expansively large, and so many different dice rolls. There's like we don't know how many of those dice rolls came out to the same like chances that we had. Mm-hmm. Like while there's a lot of chances that it could have happened. It's so many chances that it might have not ever happened. Or if it did, it's like 20 billion gazillion light years away and we're never going to so get to them anyways. So, you guys, I think, I think the Drake equation is what applies to this. Not Drake, like the bad music guy. Yeah. Um, like, if we have a thousand dice that we roll, if we have an infinite amount of dice that we roll an infinite amount of times, there's an infinite possibility to get the same combinations or just never get the same combination at all. So, this is the Drake equation, and it's the number of... Technologically advanced um, civilizations. It was designed for the Milky Way galaxy, but because you can't actually calculate it, you could effectively expand it to be the whole universe. 
and it's a bunch of fractions. So it starts with like basically how many stars are there and like how many more are getting there. I think technically it's like the rate of formation of stars. But because it can't be solved, this equation doesn't need to be super strictly defined. And then what fraction uh, – I think the next one's what fraction of those stars that have planetary systems. And then what fraction of those planets per solar system – have are within like that magical zone like there's a certain distance to and from a star where life can reasonably happen and then what fraction of those does life actually end up happening on and then what fraction fraction of those does intelligent life appear like homo erectus stuff like that where it's like somewhat intelligent and then on what fraction of those develop a technology that we can actually like read and understand and then finally how long are those civilizations are like how long those civilizations are around around to send out signals that we can pick up so i am 100% of the belief given the expanse of the universe that there is i 100% believe that there is semi intelligent life at the very minimum other places but personally i believe without some new groundbreaking way in which we view physics that allows for breaks in what we currently consider physical laws i don't think we will ever make contact with another semi intelligent or advanced intelligent life yeah well i mean there's that it's a quote i think it's by albert einstein but i could be wrong but it's something like there's either we're alone or we're not both are equally terrifying the quote I think I feel lines. more comfortable than me alone personally. No. I don't know the exact quote, and I could be wrong about it being an Albert Einstein quote, but it is something like that. But I think what Angus says is, like, basically what I agree with. Like, I don't want to say for sure. Maybe there is, but if there is, oh, okay. I don't think we're ever going to meet them. Arthur Clarke. Okay, definitely not Albert Einstein. But, yeah, so it's two possibilities exist. Either we're alone in the No, on that, there are a lot of theories Either that... Either are terrifying. They don't prove it, but they suggest that there has been... Some prior, like, relation or involvement with Martian life or aliens or some like kind of Like the pyramids? In Earth, like the pyramids, like Stonehenge. Stonehenge? Yeah. Yep. Like What's Stonehenge? The, like, Stonehenge is those big rocks in the middle of... That are, like, hard and stuff. Scotland? Oh, they're, like, the face dudes? No, no, no. no, no. no. They're not... They're, like, the just, Easter like, big things. Like Everyone so knows big. where those came from. Those are, like, uh, an indigenous... I said the face thing. guys. They're but not like the steel. face guys. They're I know. I, I'm just like thing that, like the two things, and then the yeah. people. The yeah. people like there are still people of that indigenous culture that live on that island, and they know from things that have been passed down exactly how those are made and moved. And you can see them move it. It involves like tying ropes to the top, and they like swing them back and forth to move them forward. Stonehenge is one of those things that is still like, how did these like. 3,000 – I don't remember how heavy they are. How did these, like, enormously heavy rocks end up in the middle of this field? And I think they sort of align to, like, the moon and the stars in some way. Yeah. Somehow. So they have some, like, weird relationship with the space. And then, like, the pyramids, they are, like, huge. I haven't seen one in person. There's a chance that there is but, something like, out there and they just don't want to interact with us. You know, it's like – there's something – I think I was talking with you and Matt the other day about it. Like, I don't think we are alone in the universe or in, like, no. life in general. I think we are going to probably meet them during our lifetime. Maybe we would. Maybe we don't. 
I don't know. Wasn't there like a time I, that like NASA like sent out like the location of Earth to like other things? So see? the U.S. Did has that been happen? putting out radio signals um, for a long time. The first radio signal strong enough to exit Earth's atmosphere, and because radio signals they travel at the speed of light and they don't they don't ever stop. It will just keep expanding forever. And you look, you can look up like a picture, uh, like a simulated picture of the Milky Way, and then inside that, the dot that is the expanse of our radio signals. They travel at the speed of light. The first radio signal ever emitted from Earth to be strong enough to exit our atmosphere and is now our, like, first message that's been per, um, perpetuating out is Hitler's speech from the either the 1936 or the 1940 Olympics. Oh, fucking God. Um, so that is now coming up on – it's made a, a radius around us of 80 light years because it's been 80 years, travels at the speed of light. That's how big our communication is right now. It's so small. Like, even if there was intelligent life out there, according to how we currently define physics, it is not possible for them to ever hear that transmission if they're not within 80 light years of us because they can't access – it would violate the whole idea of – I forget what it's called – information, yeah. like, something. And, like, even if they were at that 80 light year radius, right, there's no way they're – traveling to us unless they travel at speed of light and now they are not going to be speaking english or spanish or like portuguese or something like right, that they're probably going to have their own them. sense of communication <laughs> they're going to have yeah exactly. the, even the bigger than that something that got brought up i don't remember what i was reading or watching but it's one of the most important things i think to me we sent out a disc on one of the voyagers i think which was mm-hmm. a uh a space probe that hasn't since left our satellite or mm-hmm. our, not left our solar system, left our main planets that mm-hmm. we think of when we think solar system. Um, it had a basically a, a vinyl record on it and engraved on that was a picture of the solar thing, uh, the, the probe itself. I think it was technically classified as a probe. And next to that, like a, a physiological sketch of a, a human adult, man and a human adult woman. And the idea of that was to provide to some, you know, extraterrestrial life force how big we were. And then there was a little sketch of the helium atom on there or the hydrogen atom to show them like this is what an atom is to us. Basically, it's really hard to put that stuff down there. And the biggest thing to me is we have what we consider our main five senses and that's how we perceive the world. Um we rely by far most on our sense of sight. Like we actively make an effort to turn our other senses into things that we can see with sight. Like right now I'm looking at this screen and it has waveforms on it. That's a way that humans have developed to put less work on our ears so that we can look at what we're hearing with our eyes. Um, And we do that all the time. So, we rely mostly on that, and that's how we see those little pictures we engraved on that disc. There could be life forms out there that don't have a sense of sight at all. There are billions of different kinds of life forms here on Earth that have no sense of sight at all. Mm-hmm. Most bacteria does not have eyes. It has some kind of sensory something, or else it would have a difficult time surviving, but there could be a civilization out there of intelligent life that is able to work and communicate, but its main sense that it uses for everything, it has no kind of 
sight or seeing, or sight or seeing, sight, hearing, taste. It could be like a lot of those small bacteria where their body is just covered in little pressure sensors, basically. Mm-hmm. And they could communicate based exclusively off of that. When they find and then hold up that golden record, it, it's going to mean absolutely nothing to them. And then when they if, they, if they somehow happen to build a radio telescope in the same way that our radio telescopes work, where they can take in all those radio waves that the Earth is putting out, how are they going to be able to understand them if they have no sense of hearing? Like, obviously, they could translate it into, if they were sufficiently intelligent, into something that their pressure-sensitive sense could understand, but it's probably not going to mean anything to them. Just like if we got a radio message that when we put it through our radio receivers, just when, just when, we'd probably write it off as, I mean, obviously advanced scientists wouldn't. They know what's cosmic microwave background radiation and what is Earth signals, but it'd be written off as like some form of static. Like we wouldn't know what to do with that because there's no button that says translate pressure noise into English or into Spanish or anything like that. And that's one of the things that matters most to me is that one of the, I think we like obviously we make a big assumption that those things out there rely on the same five senses we do for how yeah, they do things. Yeah, for sure. Like just here yeah. on Earth, like we have twice as many green cones in our eye as we do red and blue because there's a lot of green stuff around. Photosynthesis and like and plants have a tendency to be more greeny. If you were on Mars and somehow intelligent life was there in the state it is now, they might have evolved to have twice as many red cones because there's a lot more red stuff there than there is green. Yeah, I think it's a lot of, like, speculation because nobody knows the answer. I mean, which is cool, like, why it's a – why I thought it was I a do. good topic because it's like – You know the answer? Yeah. You like, know the answer, JP? Pie. Pie? It's pie. always pie. It's always pie or E. Or corn. No. Or cow. Or thigh. Or thigh. Thigh comes up a lot in nature. (laughs) It's worth noting as well, like, there's no way to solve the Drake equation. Like, it was an equation that was created to show people to prove a point. Because you'd have to, like, go to every star. I mean, like, right right now, what is the fraction of planets in a solar system that develops uh, intelligent life? One out of all of them as far as we know right now. Yeah. Maybe if we were able to categorize every single solar system in the Milky Way and determine whether or not they had intelligent life and we were able to put that time and work in somehow, we could make a generalized form that would be accurate for our solar system but or our galaxy. But there's billions and billions of galaxies out there and they may not follow the same convention because like we're a spiral galaxy. Maybe it works for spiral galaxies, but maybe it doesn't work for the many other forms of galaxies because of the way that their stars and planets arrange around their central black holes. Yeah. A lot of speculation. I think that was – And that's all separate from Mars. That's specifically the topic of just is there other intelligent life Mm -hmm. out there. Yeah. Which I mean like I feel like in conclusion, like we can all agree we're not going to run into life on Mars. Hmm? I don't think we're running into life on Mars. Intelligent life. So they have run I, into yeah, I think biological have bacteria has been shown Mars. on Mars. So there is life. It's bacteria, but it's still life. I don't think I, they've uh, actually officially found anything. I, I think, I think they did find bacteria. 
I believe they found some <coughs> they kind found of bio-living thing. Oh, no. Oh, I thought they found bacteria. There's a lot of water. and I shouldn't say a lot of water. There is water. Um, I think they have found – so we all took Bio 2 last semester. We talked about they've been successfully able to replicate the primordial soup, and they make this sludge that has amino acids, carbohydrates, um, nucleotides. They might have found in those tests things like that in that water. Um It doesn't actually say anything. Oh, but still, that would even be that would even be ancient. Like I'm talking about, like us running into like a little amoeba, or even how do you run into an amoeba? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you drink water, and like <coughs> that's not good, and then you look and there's amoebas in there or something. I don't know. How can you look in your water and see that there's an amoeba in there? Microscopes. Microscopes. When you like, when your water like hits that epiglottis, and you know, like <laughs> your first thought is, let's pour some of this out on a slide and see if there's some amoeba in there screwing no, with my not, esophagus. Not specifically amoeba, but like if you get sick from the water, you're gonna want to know what's in the water, and then you look at it and you see your little like e. amoeba dude. It's dude, always E. coli. Do you check the buffet food every time you got sick from it? No. Okay. <laughs> when you go to the Chinese buffet, no. That's not oh. that's not supposed to be racist. I'm referencing a specific restaurant in our town, but I don't want to say the actual name of it. I've never been sick from there. You haven't? I've no. only gone like once. I only went once with Kenneth. Yeah. Oh, and he like roasted. <laughs> it wasn't even that bad. Oh well, we're gonna have to cut this because we just said his name. But no, it's fine. Kenneth? You can say his name. Okay. We love Kenneth. Kenneth. I think we also said Matt too. Hearts. Are we cutting that? Or are we gonna let? Them nah. No, they can hear. It's a very common name. a very common name. Kenneth, if you're hearing this, hello. <laughs> we miss. We you. miss you. Come back. Come back. Gary, come home. Gracie, wake up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. I think that's a good rounding off point for this week. Uh, Obviously, we didn't completely just discuss life on Mars for that whole time. But we appeased Devon. We laughed at some chimps. Um, We laughed at some chimps. We talked about some other stuff. Uh, We will be back. Next week, um, yep, any we thoughts sure what we're going to talk about next week? Um, whatever we damn well choose. Yeah, there you know. go. Uh, I'll see you later, everyone. See you. Peace out. JP, say adios because you're Mexican. Adios, amigos. Mm-hmm.